Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 29 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. It's another huge weekend in the world of Greyhound racing. All eyes will be on the Greyhound and Pet World Juvenile Classic, which gets underway in Tralee on Friday night. And we look ahead to that great event. Interviews coming up with Declan Dowling, who is the Sales, Commercial and Operations Manager at the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium. And we'll speak with two trainers who will be chasing more big race success um, in the kingdom that of course is Liam Dowling um, who will be represented by his son Shane on the podcast and we'll also catch up with Pat Buckley who will speak to us on the podcast both uh, lads of course will be looking for glory in Shelburne Park as well with the Easter Cup so a lot to look forward to on this week's podcast so as I said the Greyhound and Pet World Juvenile Classic gets underway in Tralee on Friday night always a fabulous event and uh, we're going to say Hello and welcome uh, Declan Dowling who is the Sales, Commercial and Operations Manager at the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium to the podcast this week. Hello Declan. Morning Barry, how are you? Very well. Um, as I said, look, it's um, a high profile event now. Um, you know, it produces top class greyhounds um, every year and I'm sure you're, you're very much looking forward to it in Tralee. Absolutely Barry. Uh, um, looking at the draw last night, um it's kind of eye-watering, really, the, the, the quality of the Greyhounds in it. You know, we have 40, 43 entries. Um, so we have seven heats with three to qualify and three fastest fours. But the quality in every one of the heats, Barry, is, is just phenomenal, I suppose. And every Greyhound trainer and all and top owners and, and even a good few own, local owners now have, have good quality dogs in it this year. So it's... it's um, I'd nearly say it's probably quality-wise surpasses other years do you know on paper anyway about it do you know whether that will transpire or not is another thing but on paper the quality is, is unreal exactly and look um, trainers owners like they have been targeting this now for, for a good few months well they have and I mean um, we've had a lot of sessions and, and, um, and as I said they've come from from the midlands down with, with, with dogs I mean the who's who of, owner, of trainers that they've all been here. I don't want to name one in case I'd need out somebody else, but they're all they've all representation here for next Friday night, you know. And um, I suppose we can safely say, Barry, that after this competition, that a lot of these dogs will be talking about them until next Christmas, you know, in 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 other competitions. I would safely say. Without a doubt, and of course, look, it's been a great few months, I suppose, for for Tralee Track because I'm um, recently had the the final of the Kingdom Derby, which is always another um, great event, and once again, that certainly di- didn't disappoint. No, no, and 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 then when you see knocking about the season, and, and and he was favoured to win the the Gold Cup, and and unfortunately he didn't get a run in the final, but. Um, you know, he he's formally stood up in Shelburne straight away. And, and, um, obviously, he was he was in the juvenile last year, and we know he went to the semi-final English Derby. So again, I can see these dogs that that will run here next Friday night, and even dogs that are eliminated next Friday night in the first round. That that doesn't mean they're bad dogs. You know, that they'll probably go away and do something spectacular somewhere else. You know. That's exactly it, and of course, it was won last year by local trainer um, Liam Dowling, winning with Bally Mac Wild. Always great to win on home soil. Absolutely, and and um, 
I suppose the sponsors too, to be fair, to Greyhound and Petworld, even though they don't mind who wins it, but I suppose a local winner is always is always extra special. And, and um, look, there's a, local winners, are owners this year and trainers that have a, cha- a shout, but they've, they have a lot of competition now. No. Yeah, and just in terms of, of the Greyhound and Pet World, um, always fabulous supporters of our great sport. Unbelievable. Um, but I do know that they're they're willing to do a lot of things for for, and they've done it not just in Chile but tracks throughout the country. And whether it's tractor fields, they're, they're they're massive sponsors. And I suppose again, all people coming down to Chile for for this competition with their dogs, they could do way worse than call into the shop on the way down and, and patronize the business and, and patronize it in any way they can. You know. Yeah, very well said, um, Declan. So look, as we said, um, getting underway on, on Friday night, there'll be um, certainly plenty to talk about over the next couple of weeks. There will, and, and there's, I've seen some of the trials, there's some some dogs which are fairly paced, so that if they can transfer that into to the full 525 yards distance, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll certainly be ones to beat, you know. Yeah, and of course we were all watching um, Tralee last week on, on Racing Post, Greyhound TV, um, good graded racing uh, below there, tightly graded racing as well, but um, another good advertisement uh, for Tralee. Ah, it is, yeah, it is. And, and so look, uh, in fairness, the, the tracks that are doing the bags meetings, the SIS meetings, they're all top class, you know, I mean, Cox did up there as well the other night when, when the Friday night became available, so... We have already made product here in 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 Ireland, Barry, and and we have top class dogs and we have top class racing and 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 we're probably as good as anything in the world. Yeah, and and, and in fairness, um, Declan, a lot of hard work um, going into these tracks that are providing the SIS race, and it, like it's it's not plain sailing. Like managers are working hard and and tracks are running hard. Absolutely, hard. and I mean you, you, the grading has to be top top class, and the grounds have to be top top class, and and. You have to look after owners and trainers and make sure that that you treat them well. Because if we don't treat them well, they'll, they'll move away. But I mean, they're all very, how would I say? They really patronise this track and, and they see the value of SIS racing for themselves as well. Obviously, you know, but uh, it works both ways. Yeah, if you don't have the, if you don't have the owners and trainers, you won't have the racing. But on the racing side, then we have to make sure that the stadium is right and and, and the grading is right. And obviously, then the, the buyers of the product SIS will will be satisfied, or whoever else wants to to take. Without, without a doubt and you touched on, on, on you know groundsmen and stuff like that they've had a, a busy time over the last couple of weeks hopefully that's all uh, past us now as we head on to the juvenile classic but uh, there were extreme weather conditions over the last couple of weeks uh, it, was, it was hard going now Barry hard going you know, there, was, there was lots and lots of hours put in fighting bravely I suppose to, to, to keep racing we weren't successful in two meetings but look when the elements become really bad, very it's it's next to impossible really to be some. You know, you you have to put up your hands and kind of walk away from it. But look, it wasn't for the one to trying, and, and and I'm sure it was the same for all the other tracks around the country. That's exactly it. Uh, so look, we we'll finish up, Declan. I suppose, um, with um, you know, anyone that's listening to the podcast today, we'll we'll have plenty of content on on talking dogs and on all the various uh, social media platforms over the course of the next uh, couple of weeks. So I suppose um, there, there's no point in asking people to tune in because they'll be tuning in. Everyone tunes into the Greyhound and Pet World um, Juvenile Classic at Tralee every year because we're all looking for future talent. Exactly, and I suppose on that point, Barry, we'd, we'd ask people to tune in to, uh, to look at, at the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium Facebook page because um, Heather here, Heather Hartley and myself will we'll be doing a share of interviews with, with connections on each night. So 
if people want to watch that the following morning I'm sure it'll make interesting viewing as well for them it know. sure will and that um, certainly was an added bonus um, um, during the Kingdom Derby so well done to you um, all at, at the Kingdom Ground Stadium I think you're, you're, you're certainly leading the way in that department and uh, a fair play to you and look as I said we'll be giving you plenty of coverage as well and uh, very much looking forward to it it's always great to catch up with you Declan and I'm sure we'll catch up with you um, over the next couple of weeks as well okay Thanks, buddy. So the Greyhound and Pet World Juvenile Classic gets underway in Tralee on Friday night. Always a, a great event. And um, Shane Dowling of the Ballymac team uh, joins us on the podcast now. So we'll say hello to you, Shane. Morning, Barry. How are you? Very well. Um, looking forward to the Greyhound and Pet World Juvenile Classic. It's um, always a great competition and um, you always have a strong challenge for the event. Yeah, Barry, I suppose, first of all, I'd like to thank um, the Greyhound and Pet World, Dominic, Kathleen and Liam there for their continued sponsorship. It's uh, where the Greyhound industry is greatly indebted to them. And um, I suppose the, the the reward they get, I suppose, is probably attracting the best dogs in the country. I suppose when you, when you look at it from year to year, they, they progress all throughout the year. I suppose it's probably one of my favourite times of the year this time. Um, I suppose you get to start off and you watch these dogs and you see them how they follow their careers afterwards and it's really an exciting time yeah it sure is and uh, you've enjoyed some great success in the event over the years and uh, won it again last year of course with Ballymac Wild yeah we have um, I suppose we've we've been to a good few finals I suppose the last we, we won it with Ballymac Bulger and then last year with Ballymac Wild so it has been very good to us I suppose it's our home track and we kind of we kind of like to, to support it and we like to gear, gear a few nice pups towards it if we can yeah, and just looking ahead to Friday night's opening round, um, you start off in the in the opening heat, and it gets Ballymac slap up. Um, is the son of Ballymac Matt? Tell us a small bit about him. Yeah, he's a nice dog, Barry. Look, I suppose all these pups are, are nice dogs on their trial on their own. Um, seems to have a, a touch of early. Um, again, again, it's different to them now. It's going to be new the next night in with five runners. We we're still learning a little bit about these dogs and. They're teaching us about themselves, and hopefully, look, they can get a clear run under lights and 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 just uh, improve as they go. You know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, on to the second heat, then um, a son of New in Wonder this time, Belly Mac Rule. Yeah, uh, he's a big bruiser of a dog. Look, he's he's a nice touch of early this dog. He, he's 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 probably going to be treading water towards the towards the end of the race. But look, we'll we'll see. Look, he he we think he deserves a spot in it, but um, we'll play for you. Yeah, so we'll see how that will unfold. And we're moving on to Heath. Um, next runner comes in the shape of Ballymac Belvolt, is it? For uh, Son of Volturi, that the correct yeah. pronunciation? That's right, Volturi and um, Ballymac Bell. Um, he's owned by my father and two of his good friends there, uh, the starboard out in the Kateriko, O'Brien and John Rice. And I suppose they own they owned the Ballymac Bell as well before that. And it's great to see... Uh, her passed that on to her son. She actually had two sons in it, so it's um, it's good for the lads to have a run of their like having a good dog. So we'll just see. This this is a real strong type of a dog. I'm not sure how involved he'll be early, but sure. What was I going to say? All we can do is hope for the best and then see how they go. They can they can surprise you as well. These pups, but um, hopefully it runs well for the lads. Yeah, it's a team of four, and um, the final ground is Ballymac Merlin, uh, who will contest heat number six. Yeah, he's a nice black dog. He's again a, a daughter of Volturi. Um He he seems a nice type. He qualified in in Limerick uh, in in quick enough time, and he went around Cork okay. Just I suppose he carried him there for a bit of experience, and um, he seems to be doing bits and pieces right. But I think if my memory serves right, that's, that's an absolute roast of a heat. So if we if we can get them dogs through the first night, we'd be delighted. 
Yeah, it's all about progress, and I would imagine in the early rounds, um, Shane. Absolutely, Barry. I suppose. Look, I said it before, and these are only pups, and it's like I suppose you're going out there, and it's all new. Some of the killing up for the first time, and um, then I suppose they, get, they could get a belt from a big dog, or uh, inside, outside. They don't know what's happening. There. It's all new. Some the schooling, and if you can get around unscathed at the first and second night, you look, you see it in Clonmel there in the unrace at the moment. The dogs that ran well. Uh, the dogs that maybe didn't run well the first night they pop up the second night and it's just a, a learning curve for them and as long as they get around nice and clean and get a bit of confidence in themselves the dogs the dogs can turn inside out Yeah of course we see it in the final last year Ballymac Wild really shot to, to fame in that final He did he did look I suppose um, again there was a couple of bad nights last year it was very wintry the first night and there was a couple of messy races and he didn't get it on his own way but we, we thought he, he could do it if he, if he got away Um and look, he did in the night, and it's all about doing it right in the night. And usually, usually, a lot of them races are decided early on, and that's the way that one happened. Yeah. So finally, before we finish up, we have to just touch uh, briefly, I suppose, on the Lower Hawaii yet stood on race stake, um, kindly sponsored by Helena Dwyer. Two fantastic semi-finals in Clonmel this weekend, and you're represented with Ballymac Mermaid. Um, happy with the draw in the opening heat running from Trap One? Yeah. Look, she's she's on the inside. Um, She's well enough drawn. She has a nice touch of early if she can come away. Um, it's, it's always a fantastic competition. And I, again, I'd like to thank the, the, the Odewar family and pass on my sympathies uh, on the recent loss of Mike. He uh, was a lovely man. And uh, going back to the semi-final, uh, look, if we can qualify, she's a nice touch of early. She, 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 I thought she was uh, running very well the last night. There was a bit of trouble in behind her. It's a very hot competition. Uh, I think a couple of the dogs have been back for, to win the derby. And... Anyway, look, we'll take our chances and if we can qualify, we'll be delighted. Brilliant stuff and we'll finish up with um, touching on the Easter Cup because um, I think everyone is talking about this competition as well. It's going to be another amazing event and uh, you've a strong challenge once again. Yeah, we have five or six runners entered. I just looked at the list there last night. It looks to be an absolute uh, star-studded field, which is great for uh, for the game. And, and look, I suppose everyone likes to see the, the, the best dogs running and... Um, I, that's what we're going to get this time. There's a host of great, real good, star-studded feel inside there. And it's great, again, that uh, Racing Post TV have come on board and they're going to showcase the final. The more that, the merrier. Even if we can get semi-finals and heat rounds, it, it, it's fantastic to, to get our, our great sports showpiece out there. And um, the more that, the better. And look, we're hoping for a bit of run. Our dogs probably are going in a little bit undercooked into it. Um, they probably could have done with another trial or two, maybe. So... If we can qualify the first night, we'll, we'll be happy. Well, Shane, look, it's always great to speak to you. We, take, um, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule um, to join us on this week's podcast. No doubt we'll catch up with you again soon and wishing you uh, plenty of success for the coming year. Barry, thanks a million. Keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again soon. Trainer Pat Buckley is another man with a strong hand for this year's Greyhound and Pet World Juvenile Classic at Tralee, which gets underway on Friday night. Pat, firstly, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Barry. Nice to, have, nice to be on. You'll be chasing more success um, in Tralee, of course. Uh, you had great success at the back end of the year with Knock the Bull Seed um, winning the Kingdom Derby. Yeah, Tralee is a lucky old first person. Knock the Bull Seed is real. Anything that runs well in Tralee always seems to run well in Shelburne for some reason. College Causeway, Killahan, Panther, Knock the Seed, Troopers, Noel, all those dogs, they all run well in Tralee. Very good. So I would imagine you're very much looking forward to the juvenile classic on Friday night, and, and something you always um, you aim for. Yeah, it's, listen, it's a great competition. No doubt there'll be superstars there. They'll, they'll turn out great dogs. Look what came out of Leicester Super Dogs. 
quick uh, word we'll say on, on your challengers this year we'll start with um, Sing Along Sally who is a daughter of um, Tullamore Act and Droopy Smasher of course one of your own um, stars Droopy Smasher uh, tell us a small bit about this Greyhound uh, she's just been looked really good from the start we took her like we gave her a couple of 10 slips and two times in the box we took her to Shelburne for her first 55 and she's done 28 40 and she did 28 14 3 that I said, and then 17 70 She looks a real, I don't know how good she is, but she looks very good. Very promising. And are you happy with the draw, Pat? Yeah, she likes she likes all the smashers, or most of the smasher ones like the like defence. Great stuff. So best of luck with that one. Moving on to heat number three, uh, Regia Smasher, another one, um, a son of Droopy Smasher this time, qualified smartly once again. Yeah, he's a lovely dog. Um, he wouldn't be as much. He wouldn't have as much schooling got as the bitch. Bitch of more schooling got, but he's a dog. I think would be a real Shelburne dog. But uh, you know, he's drawn in six six is tricky in in Tralee. Um, yeah, he's a dog that'll definitely keep improving. Yeah, is it a case of just kind of progressing through the competition and hoping to get that that all important final, Pat? Yeah, I don't believe. I don't have. I don't have to him school to this. I just let him come along as they're going through the races. Like yeah. It's easier for pups to learn, learn with other dogs rather than giving solo trails and won't learn much of solos. That's exactly it. And uh, moving on to heat number seven, um, another greyhound with um, smart qualifying trial is Bombardier. Um, yep. This is the son of Belly McMahon. Yes, smashing young dog. Um, does everything right. He can start and he can stay. He's a good good dog, I'd say. And will be end up a Shelburne dog as well. So, um, very much looking forward to it, so Pat. Yeah, looking forward to it very much. It was great stuff in. I looked at the breeding and the owners of the breed. You know, there's great stuff in every race. There'll definitely be a few superstars there from yeah. trying to find out which one it is. Exactly. Yeah. Best of luck with your challengers. And the Easter Cup is always another huge competition here in the world of greyhound racing in Ireland. And uh, it looks another fabulous event this year. Just tell us a bit about your um, challengers. Well, I have three for this year. I've. Um, Knockabout Sid, who was just off the, uh, he was in the final of the Gold Cup. I think he'll run well in the 550. Uh, Dear Jeff Sidney, who's short a mile of work because of the weather, we didn't get any work into him when he not gallop. He'll definitely come on from run to run if he qualifies. And uh, Tlingar Bale, ooh, we think the world of him, I tried him back his first four bins since last November. He'd done 2850, 16. 0-9 to the third in Limerick the other night which was a fantastic run died a bit coming home but he'll come on for the run as well Just going back to that English Greyhound Derby um, still fresh in the memory no doubt Pat Fresh listen it was great to pick it up by smashing we'll go back again this year now hopefully have another crack at it yeah, Mighty stuff and look you, you touched on Glengar Bale here you, you've held no secret I suppose uh, the high regard you've held this Greyhound in and it could be a big year for him well, I suppose at the end of the year we're in it okay. He, he wasn't. I've changed his seat and inside. Um, if he was drawn inside in Nottingham, he'd have got around and probably won that race. But he was in the night of stars then, and he was gifted the race. Unfortunately, when Taylor broke down the second bend, he was he looked a definite winner. And uh, but the night actually he won. He broke a fibula bone in two places. So I just rested him for the winter now. I give him uh, one sprint back and one five to five. That's all he's done. But we do, yeah, I do think the world of him. Brilliant. And uh, look, it's it obviously very challenging times um, still, Pat, for, for everyone, not just here in Ireland, but around the world. But I suppose all these um, big competitions now that have been on the last couple of months and we're back in kind of a, a busy period once again, uh, to, keep, to keep everyone going. 
Ah, yeah, listen, it's great that it's still going. It's, you know, it's just tough times with COVID and everyone has to row in there and just keep the, keep the show on the road. Yeah, and, and I would imagine very busy at home. Yeah, we've we've I, I only keep twenty two barriers, so it wouldn't be we just, just uh, I don't keep any more than that. But yeah, we'd be busy with young pups coming on with a lot of dog school and Jack I think is over twenty young dogs school in there at the minute, so he's kept busy as well, so he'd be hopefully sending a few into me if they're good enough. Couple of fast ones, hopefully, Pat. Well look, it's always great to catch up with Jay. We're wishing you the very best of luck in, in both these big events, the Juvenile Classic, uh, Greyhound and Purple Juvenile Classic below in uh, Tralee this weekend and also the Easter Cup at Shelburne Park. As I said, um always great to speak to you, so thanks for taking time out. Not at all, Barry, any time. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs.